Wonderful friends, uh, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host today, and I'm very happy to be with you. Thank you for tuning in. It's always our uh, privilege and, you know, pleasure to welcome you to the program. And I would love to have you part of this program. And you can do that by sending us a text message to 04888081. You may have a question, a thought, uh, going along with the topic which we are going to uh, to have today. And it will be lovely to hear from you because it's a very interesting um, topic we're starting this uh, week. And that's uh, called the Bible and the media in a post-biblical culture. Now, uh, we have a few questions which uh, we proposed for um, for the whole week, actually. And you may have some questions to ask and we'll love to hear from you. And again, you can send us a text message to 04888081 and uh, we'll um, have a chat on those ones. All right, I would like to say hello and welcome to the program today, our co-host, and this is Joseph. Uh, good to have you with us, Joseph. Yeah, it's great to be here, Nick. Or I should say, uh, it's great to be with you on Mondays. Yeah, we uh, we haven't been together for, for a while, and... Um, yeah, it's it's nice that we're we're uh, yeah. here we are on drive time together again. So, uh, Will, uh, Pastor Will Mawala, who's normally on a, on a Monday, is uh, taking a well bit of a well deserved break. Mm-hmm. And um, but um, yeah, here here we are, Nick. And um, yeah, we've got a got a fascinating topic, isn't it? Absolutely, um, and it's um, very timely. It is. It is, and uh, something that uh, is is important for us uh, to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great that we're able to look at it. Here on on Faith FM on on, on drive time today, and, yes, and all of this week especially, absolutely. And there will be just I want to mention some of the questions which we will uh, address because I believe they are very important. And my dear, dear friend, uh, make plans, you know, to tune in uh, on drive time for this week because we are going to look at uh, questions like: uh, uh, Do the scriptures speak to a media obsessed age? What about mild violence? And I will give you a little bit of warning here. If you are in a car and have some children, you may just uh, take note of this because we are going to to use some language, I mean, uh, which probably is not that appropriate for some of the children because we have one of the questions which deals with this. Uh, what about mild, mild violence and soft porn? Mm. I think that's coming up uh, later this week. I that's think correct. Is, is that right, uh, Nick? Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we, I guess we're, we're tackling something there that's that's not a pleasant topic, mm. but look, it's it's a very... It's a very real issue, and um, I know that our presenters on Wednesday there are, uh, are going to be brave enough to to discuss this. We, 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 yeah, it's 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 a very terrible, sad thing that that does occur, does affect many people, and uh, we need to look at it. And another question, Joseph: How do I guide my children through the media jungle? Mm. A very important one because uh, I heard stories myself yeah. how uh, uh, young children and sometimes in their innocence, you mm. know, not knowing that they just surfing, you know, on the Internet there and getting to some sites there in the church, which could be terrible, you know, yeah. To, yeah. to look at. 
and um, we'll finish uh, the the week with uh, how do I grow in uh, media responsibility. Mm. But uh, Joseph is our co-host today, and uh, Joseph is the general secretary for the Adventist Church here in South Australia. Maybe I should mention that not for long. No. Because no, you have some plans to to desert us. Is that right? Uh, should I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look there there's been some um meetings uh, that have been held Nick, that's correct and um there has been a change and so um I have been appointed actually as as the secretary the new secretary for the Seventh Day Adventist Church in South Queensland. Um and so I'll be moving at the end of the year. And um, th- that means that there's been a change here in South Australia and there's a new secretary that's just been appointed um, and he will be taking over also um, uh, at the same time. So That doesn't mean that we'll lose you. We may have you on the radio even from Queensland, oh, probably. That is very, very possible, absolutely. But look, it's uh, while I just mentioned that, uh, we really appreciate uh, your uh, work and support for uh, Faith FM mm. uh, and particularly here for Drive Time uh, in uh, South Australia um, yeah I would like to say uh, uh, a thank you on, on behalf of the team because uh, you've been involved also financially you know to to be able to support this sort of work and um, yeah well, uh, we'd like to pray to God that you will be blessed in the, in the new role taking there in Queensland and that will be, you know, in a nice place, a bit warmer. I wouldn't mind to go up there <laughs> sometime. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you just want to thank God for having you here for this year's and being part of Faith FM and the development of Faith FM in South Australia. Look, Faith FM in South Australia has really developed over the last while, Nick, and thanks to the efforts and the support of a lot of people, really. Yes. Um, uh, what we here on the Drive Time team do is is really is really just just um, uh, the, the voice of um, what. Ha- of, of a lot of what happens behind the scenes and uh, right. we're, we're really pleased that as a, as a, the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia has um, been able to invest and, and support this um, and um, help help get this uh, yeah, uh, show uh, happening uh, Mondays to Fridays um, right around the, the Faith FM network across our Faith FM network we uh, yeah really really believe in this and really believe it's important and um, yeah credit to everyone that's involved um, in uh, in producing in um, being in in hosting co-hosting uh, presenting uh, you name it uh, mm. drive time um, has has yeah it, it's crea- it's it's developed now as a, as a regular slot and uh, I believe um, Nick it's it's been appreciated by by many listeners um, right across the network right across the country and um, yeah we, no doubt uh, yeah we, we love to hear from from our listeners and that's all we have the text line number love love to, to reach out to them and uh, Nick yeah thank you of course to you as our uh, coordinator for Faith FM here in South Australia um, for your passion for your for your commitment and I know that um, this has impacted a lot of people. And that's exactly why we do it. We, we believe in this and we want to 
Uh, we want people to have the opportunity to hear the uh, things that can change their lives because we're we're sharing sharing powerful things from 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 the Bible and tackling topics that um, are important to look at and 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 to um to be aware of in in our day and age that, that we live in and how it particularly relates to us and and our society and how that can not only help us personally but help us so that we can in turn. Um, help others to get to know um, this, these inc- incredible uh, concepts that um, change our lives for, for eternity thanks to the, the good news of the gospel and what, what's revealed through Jesus and, and his word. And look, for me personally, um, I've really enjoyed being able to have a, a part here as part of the, the, the hosting and co-hosting team on, on Drive Time. Um, I'll still be able to uh, uh, for the next few weeks, a mm-hmm. uh, couple of months, mm. but um, yeah, God willing, there may be a new new door that opens, new possibilities in my new location. Sure, uh, I'm a firm believer in Faith FM. I'm uh, a passionate supporter of it, and um, uh, unashamedly uh, want to um, let people know about it and encourage people to tune in or to download the app, the yes. Faith FM app, to listen um, to, to to Faith FM because, uh, yeah, firm believer in it. And, uh, yeah, as I said, God willing, if there's opportunities in my new location, to be involved in some way. That would be great, actually, yes. We have all over the country, you know, um, uh, quite a good coverage, but um, Adelaide, South Australia has one of the best coverage in in Australia, and probably it's a little bit more work to do up there in Queensland, but who knows, and we'll pray to God that this will be the case, Faith FM to be as uh, wide as possible in the the whole Australia. And my dear friend, um, just talking about uh, Faith FM, uh, there are um, a number of good programs which we produce even from here, from Adelaide, like in the footsteps of Jesus, give me the Bible, Bible studies. Don't hesitate to send us a, a message if you mm. like, uh, uh, or even, you know, you may have some uh, uh, ideas, you know, share with us, because that's that's why we are here, to learn uh, together. Now, um, as I uh, mentioned the topic for the whole week, Joseph, this fits very well in, you know, what we're doing on, on radio, because the, the Bible and the, the media yes, in the post-biblical culture. And um, we are going to look at a, a question today. Uh, do biblical Christians have a media problem? We'll come to that just in a, in a moment, but I like to just put a little plug here and maybe mention the offer which we have uh, for mm. today for our listeners. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Yeah, there is an offer which we prepared for you, my dear friend, uh, listening today, and that's called the book. Screen deep. And if you like to have this uh, book in your hands, you need to send us a text message with the code SA74. If you'd be so kind as to silence your phone, turn off your iPad and put down the remote, author Scott Moncrief has a word to share with you about media and culture. Whether you are uh, on the high end, you know, the spectrum for media consumption or completely unplugged and electronically uh, baffled, you'll be appreciating this book. And this is called Screen Deep. Again, you can send us a text message to 04888-80811 with the code SA74. And this book is yours. That's a really good book, uh, Nick. Uh, 
Screen Deep. Interesting title, Screen Deep, there by Scott Moncrief. As you as you read there, it's um, yeah, it's relevant for anyone, whether on the high end of the spectrum of media consumption, or or even if someone's out there and they know nothing about it. Yeah, uh, it's worth you, yeah, um, being aware of the the issues that are involved with this. Maybe you even, yeah, maybe some of the listeners actually um have someone that they could actually share this with Nick, mm. uh, even if it's not might not be directly as relevant for them. So, you want to give them the details again how they can get the book offer? Sure. You can send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one with the code SA seventy four. Great. So SA seventy four is the code word, and um, for this week's book offer, that's yeah. great. Okay. Well, let's um, uh, dig into mm. our um, question today. Uh, do uh, biblical Christians have a media problem? What's your experience, Joseph? You've been involved with church for a long time. What would you like to say just to to start this uh, discussion? Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, look, this is this is something that yeah. You know, when we think about the media, I'm reminded Nick of um, uh, that we have the the command that Jesus gave, or uh, more specifically, it's called the the, the Great Commission mm-hmm. in Matthew chapter. Uh, it's recorded in, in Matthew chapter twenty eight, um, and in a couple of other places similar to it. And you know, Matthew 28, th- these are some of the final words of Jesus when he said to his disciples, uh, he said, go and make disciples of all nations. Uh, and and then he added, teaching them uh, to obey everything that I have I have commanded you. Um, he said, go, yeah, go, uh, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Um, in, in the gospel, that's Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and, and 20. In Mark chapter 16, um, and verse 15, Jesus said, uh, to his disciples, he said, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Mm. This is, this is the, um, the, the, the great, what we call the, the great commission. Um, and Jesus says here to go into all the world, uh, to, to, to share the gospel, uh, to, to proclaim it. And, um, Ever since then, uh, the followers of Jesus have been doing that, Nick, mm. um, and have looked to use whatever means possible to share, right? Exactly um, right. Now, uh, back when Jesus said these words, the, the, the main form of sharing the gospel was how? Well, it was... Word of mouth. Word of mouth, exactly mm. right. Exactly right. Um there were things such as scrolls um, and and things written down, but they were very few and far between. Mm-hmm. And um, it and that's how it was for a long, long time, until we come until the invention of the printing press. Mm. And um, it's interesting the the uh, the printing press. What was it? Fifteen hundreds, somewhere in the fifteen hundreds, essentially. Really, the first uh, uh, what was the first book that came off the printing press? The Bible. It was the Bible. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what we find here is significant: is that um, it, it, to get the the message of God out, to to, to get the, um, the the truth about Jesus, um, that has been always 
the the main aim of of followers of Jesus, mm. and they've used whatever means possible. So, thanks to the invention of the printing press, they are able to get um, the printed word out. And the most important one to get out is well, is the Bible, mm. is the Bible, because uh, we know that the, the Bible is the written word of God, isn't it? Uh, it contains the truth about God, and. That's what we want to get into the hands of all people so they can read for themselves and discover the truth. Um, we know that uh, you know, during the dark and the Middle Ages, sadly, the, um, it was the, the, um, the religious leaders, the priests, if we could be a bit more specific, who were, who were the only ones that uh, were seen as being able to uh, convey tr- biblical teachings. Mm. Um, and so... People, the ordinary people, um, were reliant on what they were told. And unfortunately, Nick, that wasn't always uh, in accordance with what the Bible taught. Mm. Uh, they would twist it. They would interpret it. Um, so essentially, the, the, these all these religious leaders became like um, there was incredible power that they had um, because uh, they were the ones that were the, the sole... Um, conveyors mm-hmm. of of biblical teachings. Ordinary people were reliant on priests telling them and interpreting to them um, spiritual things. And interesting that uh, you mentioned uh, that, Joseph, because it reversed back kind of during the uh, uh, Middle Age, you know, in the Dark uh, Age, uh, to the that. Uh, attitude of just transmitting the word to the word of mouth. Now, we mentioned that even the early church yeah. in um, after Jesus, you know, that was probably the main uh, way, you know, of doing that. But even though people were starting to write letters like, you know, Paul and others, they That's write right. letters to, yes. to churches, which were de- very um, important. Yes. Now, even going back in the Old Testament, there was always, you know, those scrolls and uh, people write down things to, to be able to be passed on. Co- copying them out. Copying and, out. Exactly right. Yep. But, but yep. with the press, I believe what we are trying to say here is that was revolutionary. Mm. You know, mm. with, with the press, was able to print in big amounts and distribute it widely. Mm. And uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that during those times of dark ages, um, even those people who should have been interested in expanding, you know, the kingdom of God, the teachings of the good news, the gospel, as yes. far and wide as possible, they restricted again. And I wonder if there was uh, uh, some other hand into uh, that. Yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt that there was, yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, there yeah, forces working behind the scenes uh, that worked through through that the, the Church of the Dark and Middle Ages. It was over, really, it was came down to power and control, Nick. Mm. Power and control. Um, the, the priests, the religious leaders were able to have uh, control over what the masses, what, what ordinary people were able to hear. And, um, and so that, that it was limited. And it wasn't until, um, the Bible was available for people to read that, that individuals could discover for themselves what, what, what the real truth is. And so my, my point there, Nick, is that, um, yeah, we, we, you know, the, we have always looked to use whatever means possible to get the message of the Bible out uh, and shared to people. So we had the print, and then it, uh, we got come down uh, down through time, and of course then um, there was the radio, um, more recently television. Um, all of these have been used as mediums for uh, broadcasting 
um, biblical teachings, mm. uh, broadcasting uh, messages from from the Bible. Um, so we had print, we have had radio, and interestingly enough, we here we are still to this day using yeah. using that very means, aren't we? Mm. Um, TV, and then of course the the internet. The advent of the internet has um, been the latest um, uh, medium that has been available for us to share. The, the message about God and the teachings teachings from the Bible. Yeah, and I think here it's also probably important to just point out because I believe we are going to discuss a bit more extensively uh, about this because now uh, as Christians, you know, we may run into this problem. I mean, having a problem with the media, having a problem with all these uh, gadgets in our hands, yeah. And even though they, they can do tremendous good work, you know, being used in the right way, the enemy who was um, keen to disturb, you know, the distribution of the good news of yes. the gospel, as we mentioned in the Dark Ages or even early in the, in the early church and so on and so forth, he is adapting himself That's also. Right. That's right. And he can, um, uh, you know, twist and use or misuse, I should say, uh, the same means, the same idioms, in a bad way. Well, that's right. That's right. And and so we, we, yeah, we're going to be specifically looking at um, yeah uh, th- those forms of of um, online media, Nick. Uh, so, so such as social media, such as yeah, smartphones in particular. So social media, smartphones, Twitter, uh, Facebook, th- these kinds of things that are uh, Instagram that are that are a part and parcel of of uh, particular. I was going to say what young people. It's not just young people, Nick. But um, you're right. It, it's it's just the way. That uh, where um, people are at in and where they're getting their information on from and where the, where they're communicating and so and in a moment Nick I, I want us to just consider this there's a fascinating article here that we're going to look at together and I know you you, you and I have, you know, both sort of commented about this um, about you know it, it's titled how smartphones and social media are changing Christianity <laughs> that's an mm. interesting one isn't it mm. let me say that again how smartphones and social media are changing Christianity wow that, that's interesting now we'll look at that in just a moment but let me uh, what's important here Nick to consider is that uh, and, and love to hear from from our listeners uh, their thoughts on this as well but essentially uh, Nick any any media in and of itself is essentially it's it, it's 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 just a vehicle mm. if i can mm. if i can put it that way yes it's it's just a method of getting information out right so let's think about print uh print books magazines articles you name it whatever it, they are words on a page, right? That's that, that, that's essentially it's it's just a, a method, a vehicle by which to get to disseminate information. Now you can you can use that to uh, to con- to convey uh, good information, Nick. Right. But of course, you can use it to promote to um uh, to to share and print bad information, uh, wrong information. Um. Uh. Yeah. Inappropriate information. So, and and that we can say that about all the other uh, forms of media. So we think of television. Now, on television, is everything on television great to watch? No, of course not. Um, there's some pure trash and garbage. There's some things that are inappropriate. There are things, some things that are just silly mm. um, uh, and whatnot. But it is also an opportunity to to have broadcast. Um, you know. 
sermons, if you like, preaching, um, religious programs, whatever, right? It, it, it's still a medium that, that can be used. And so um, the, 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 the Great Commission that Jesus gave to go into all the world, um, I believe, is, is a call to use whatever means possible to get the gospel out. You're right. Now, if, if we have, you know, um, you know, we have books and we have literature that contains all sorts of stuff, it, it'll have um, novels, fiction, um, you know, r- trash things. Um, uh, it'll, it'll have um, articles, you know, um, depicting uh, and describing things that are, that are, you know, just really inappropriate or immoral or um, uh, degrading or whatever else. Just because that's there doesn't mean that we, we can't use that, that method. And in fact, there's probably even more reason that we should want to get mm. wholesome, good material in that space. Does that make that's sense? That's right. Um, I remember, uh, just uh, sorry to interrupt that, um, when I grew up in a communist country, you know, and yeah. uh, the um, uh, time on air was very much reduced in, um, in Romania, for example, and uh, we'll have a couple of hours. But even then, you need to choose what what to watch, and I yeah. uh, I know that the people are mentioning these things. You know that black box had buttons also. When you can stop it, yeah, or when you can uh, play it. You know, I mean, select uh, things, selecting because you you're right, uh, Joseph. If we don't use this means, and I heard about this expression even back in those days. Oh, that black box—that's a evil uh, thing, you know. <laughs> but they will do his. His own things on that one. What about if we can use that yeah. to reach out to people with the good news? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I guess the black box referring what to, originally to how we referred the television is that right? That's correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and look, um, yeah, there, there, yeah. Once upon a time, Nick, it was sort of thought, oh, you know, if you if you had, you know, going back a number of years ago, if you had a television in your house, you you were inviting the devil into your house. Well, mm. I, I, I'm. Again, it's it, it, the television, like a print media or social you know, or internet. It's a vehicle. It's a method for um, mater- uh, information to be to be communicated and broadcast. I think what's a what's a wiser approach to this is rather than say you know blanket or you know there's so much uh, so much trash and garbage and things on the television. Therefore, the television is evil mm, itself. Mm. I think a, a wiser approach would be as Christians. And the word I want to use is discernment. Mm. Discernment. And that is, whatever it is, we need to be discerning. Um, so, uh, and there's a principle, and I know our colleagues um, you know, tomorrow and in the next couple of days here are going to explore this further. Um, but for a person who has committed their life to Jesus Christ, and now, now I'm you know, clearly describing those those who have a, uh, a faith commitment to Jesus, who, who've committed their lives to Jesus and, uh, and want Him to be Lord of their lives, um, they're, they're, it, it, that will govern, um, that will govern, Nick, uh, how, how, what they watch, what they listen to, um, and of course, you know, what they eat and, you know, and, 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 and all their behaviors, right? Christ, um, Jesus, when Jesus is Lord of your life, that will impact um, how you live, okay? Mm. And one of the principles there is Jesus is Lord of every area of our lives, Nick. It, it means that we're not just to be nice, holy people only for that hour or two when we're sitting in a church, for example, right? right. It Rather, it means 
24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Jesus is Lord of every area of our mm, life, right? Mm. And so that, that governs um, everything that we do, everything that we watch, everything that we listen to, uh, the words that we speak. They all need to be done in accordance with the will of God, okay? Uh, the Bible tells us whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Whatever you do. Yes. Well, that impl- it means any kind of watching, listening, activity, recreation. Um, it doesn't say not to, not to do any of those, but I think the principle is that what, what, what it is that we do is to bring the, is to, uh, bring glory to God. In other words, it's to align with, uh, the will of God. Is it, is it in, in, in support of, um, is it in alignment with biblical principles? And we know that biblical principles are principles where, of truth and honesty, love, sharing, you know, uh, all of these um, biblical principles, the, 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 um, the, the, uh, the fruits of the Spirit, right? The fruit of the Spirit, all of those. They're the kinds of things that we would want to um, be, be engaging in. Things that are wholesome, things that are uh, pure, mm. things that are true, things that are lovely. They are biblical principles. Yeah. And so whatever we watch... Uh, whatever we read, uh, whatever we're, whatever messages we're sending should align with that. Which means that whatever form of media we use, we would be discerning. Mm-hmm. In other words, practically speaking, it means that if we're going to watch something, well, we're going to choose. Ah, that's appropriate? Yes. This is not? Okay. I, I, I don't engage in this. Okay. So the principle is discernment rather than saying, oh, just because something has so much bad things in it, the whole lot is is discarded or disregarded. Rather, the principle is discernment. And um, I just wanted to, I guess, yeah, make that point now. No, absolutely. And, and I know I think tomorrow particularly and in the next couple of days here on Drive Time, they're going to look at those principles yeah. a bit more. You're going to say and, something? And yeah. I was going to ask, are you saying here, Joseph, that um, when you turn on a device or even open a book yeah. or a magazine or uh-huh. whatever it is, that you should ask that question, is Jesus going to uh, watch with me this or uh, read along with me this? Because you need to have um, a point of... Uh, um, yeah, a point of reference. Some, reference. Some filters, if you yes. like, some, some filters, some tests. Exactly right, mm. yeah. yeah. Mm. Some, some, some ways to check, and, and exactly right. Is, is, yeah, if Jesus was here, is this something that Jesus would do? Um, does this uh, support, does this align with, with biblical principles? Yeah, use, use a filter. There, there, there are things, and I know, I think um, tomorrow and, and the yeah. next day, they're going to unpack that a little bit more. But, Absolutely. We, but we still need to mention that as a, as a general principle. All right, Joseph, now I think it's time to take a short break um, here, and we have a song prepared for you, my dear friend, and now even before I play the song, I would like to hear from you or to see some messages coming through, if you like, and uh, share with us what's your view, what's your uh, experience with the media in these days, probably even in the church, you may have an experience yourself, share with us, but the song which I prepared for you, it's called Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Oh soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's a light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face. Strange within, in the light of His glory and grace. 
You are listening to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Joseph. We are looking at this uh, question uh, right now. Do biblical uh, Christians uh, have a media problem? Now, Joseph, just before the break, you you mentioned that uh, we are going to look into an article also mm. to uh, to see what's uh, been uh, you know said there. Uh, just before uh, we'll move into that, I would like to mention to our listener again that uh, you have the opportunity, my dear friend, to request a book, a free offer, which we have for today, and that's called Screen Deep. Very interesting book. Mm. Uh, you need to send us a text message with the code SA74 to the number 04 triple eight eight zero eight double one and our friendly robot will take you through joseph uh, take us through mm. to that uh, article which yeah, you th- refer th- to yeah the, the article I refer to is titled how smartphones and social media are changing christianity um and um it it, it it's based on uh, a report here that says many christians are turning to apps and memes to express their faith instead of churches. And it's raising intriguing questions about the future of, of, of church and Christianity, uh, interestingly enough. Um, now, the article refers to um, uh, yeah, about um, a church in, um, uh, in the UK um, that um, 
for long time just simply did not allow mobile phones <laughs> mm. uh, in the church whatsoever. They've now changed their policy, and um, uh, yeah, clearly people are allowed to use them. Um, but it, 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 the article goes on and refers to how um, you know th- this church, as do many, um, they the um, uh, they have a like a Twitter account mm-hmm. now. Nick, do you use Twitter? Uh, Not really myself. No, yeah. uh, I, I haven't used Twitter, but um, this is this is something that a lot of people use to mm-hmm. to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, e- even emails already are, are starting to um, become a Fade bit out a bit, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. um, or, or a bit slow. Um, not not a, not as an instantaneous thing. This is the thing. It's now become a very instantaneous. Uh, bite size, you know, small, small bite sizes, um, methods of communication. And that's, that's, that's essentially what Twitter is. Mm. Instagram. Mm. Um, my, my daughter has an Instagram account. Um, and she gets a lot of her information on her phone through, through Instagram. I, I don't even exactly even know how it works, but that's, she does. Mm. Um, and young people, that, that's, that's where they're at. And so, um, churches are using Social media, whether it be Facebook, uh, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Instagram, and um, and what what's been interesting though, Nick, is that church and Christians have been probably a bit slower to ad- ad- adopt this as a method of of, sh- of um, sharing sharing their message. Mm. Um, perhaps being a bit more reactive, this article suggests. Um, uh, with with social media, um, like we said at, um, earlier in the show, with the printing press, we were proactive. But with social media, uh, we've probably been more reactive. Um, now, when we think particularly about the smartphones, Nick, uh, it's interesting. Smartphones, look, you know, I think almost every person now has has a mobile phone. You're right, and and most of these by far, are, are, are smartphones, which means they're not just for making calls, but um, they you can get onto the internet, um, you, can, um, uh, you can download these apps um, that have, uh, that, well, of which there are numerous amounts. Um, one of those apps, Nick, one of those apps, one of those apps, sorry, one of those apps is, is the Bible. Yes. You can get the Bible on your smartphone. The most common Bible app is... Uh, the Bible app called U Version, uh, and that's been installed. Oh, yeah! This article says more than 260 million times worldwide since its launch in 2008. Now, mm. that this article be even more because it's oh, a bit too old. The article. Th- yeah. This article's a bit old. This this article's been around a few years. So, yeah, I reckon it's probably up to half a billion times mm. that this um, this app has been downloaded. It's one of the most popular apps. The Bible, and uh, and look, that's yeah, it's great to have the Bible so available, isn't it? Um, and um, now, what happens is it means that a lot of people are using their mobile phone or the the, the Bible app on their mobile phone as a replacement for the actual Bible, the the printed Bible, mm. the, the Bible book. Mm. Is that good or bad? Well. Let's let let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, um, what's what's some of the you know what's some of the impact of this? Let's consider um, you know, initially some of the the positives. Well, number one, um, having having smartphones, having 
the such things like a Bible app on mobile smartphones. Positive is that it's accessible. Mm. It's as easy as just opening your phone, clicking on the app, and you've got the Bible there. Very easy. You don't have to carry a book with you. Mm. Uh, you don't have to uh, thumb your way through it because the app is such that, you know, it, the books are listed alphabetically. You can easily find it. You can easily click to the chapter. Uh, so anyone, you can easily access the Bible now. And does that mean that you should uh, totally replace the, the written uh, form, like the Bible? Does it mean that? No, it no, doesn't. It's just that you can um, be more um, practical in, you can. in many ways. You're traveling yeah. um, or um, you, know, you have your phone with you. You can easily uh, have you, – you've got the Bible there with you. Mm. Um, you're five minutes somewhere sitting at a bus stop or wherever, uh, in a waiting room. You know, uh, for instance, um, you get your phone out. You can be reading the Bible. Even at work, in Even a break time, you know, you have your exactly. mates, colleagues uh, say something, you can pull out the phone and you can look into the Bible straight away, which you may not have the opportunity uh, otherwise, because you may say, hey, next, maybe today I'll bring the Bible. I mean, the next day. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, a benefit of it, it's accessible. And and it's portable. You can, you know, mobile phones, fit in your pocket. Um, as I said, almost everyone's got one. It, which means they can they can take it take it with them. That 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 is a that is a positive. Further to that, I suppose, Nick, is that um, yeah, for for a number of people who may not be, um, you know, not everyone is into books, Nick. Mm. Not everyone is into reading print, and maybe reading a lot, but almost all can still manage a little bit of you know uh, a bit of information and so on a smartphone they can still get a bit of a bit of the bible message for you know for example sometimes uh, uh through social media fo- facebook posts will mm. po- will post a passage of scripture right yes uh, so so for people who aren't uh, aren't going to be able to read a lot this at least they're going to get something some biblical text some verse some some teaching and clearly something is better than better than nothing so, so that's a positive and with, a the positive. Po- with the positive joseph uh, do you think that it's very important to um, to go along with the education i mean like I, I particularly is, yeah. talking to the younger ones well because you need to do that uh, to avoid some of the negatives which i believe you may you may point out some negatives well you're right you know because nick you know and you i know you do uh, speak a bit and, and preach i i preach you know very very regularly and as i stand up in front of a congregation to preach what i do nowadays nick is um when when i open the bible and invite invite the listener invite the congregation to to open their bibles with uh, opening their bibles to, to the passage that i'm reading from i will often add and i'll say you know if you if you got a bible with you open it too perhaps you don't have a bible but you got your phone there op- open your bible app because uh, I, I, you know and i'm assuming that they've got the app on their phone um and look, even if they don't, they can probably download it there and then in the mm, church. You know what mm. I mean? But I know because the fact is, Nick, um, a lot of the younger people they they are not attend not, they're not going to the church with their physical Bibles, right? Um, but they've they've gone there with with their phone. So I'm thinking, well, okay, if they've got their phone, they might as well 
Be engaged. Be engaged. Exactly right. Mm. And so I encourage them, well, open your fu- your Bible app on your phone rather than other things that they could well be and probably are mm-hmm. or would be doing mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. So, at, you know, it's exactly as you said. It's, it's a way to engage. Well, okay, the young person there, he has, he or she, they don't have the, the Bible in their bag or, or in their hands, but if they've got a smartphone, at least maybe I can invite them to to open that and, and read. You see, mm. so so that's that that's one of the things. Now, um, a little bit further, just very quickly, what else? Well, yeah, so, and this is just another way to engage or connect um, uh, in a practical way. You can you can ask people to get their phones to to respond to polls, and so mm-hmm. that, that way they can engage. Now, there are some challenges, though, Nick. There are some challenges. First of all. Smartphones, these things like Bible apps, social media, and and getting um, getting messages um, through that of of biblical passages can can lead to and and the, here's the negative number one that I want to present: biblical illiteracy. Right. Biblical illiteracy. What do I mean by that? Well, it it, it can. The danger is that this social media, this this modern technology. Whether it be like smartphones, whether it be through Twitter, uh, whether it be through texts um, posted on Facebook, a text for the day, can become a substitute for learning from the Bible yourself. Mm. Do you know what I'm getting at? Mm. So, um, seeing something on a screen... Um, can mean that that's that's all you essentially learn. You and don't get the the um, uh, context, the full context of the passage. Right. You can probably just focus on uh, on little uh, you know aspects there, and that's what you mean when you said illiterate, biblical illiterate, because yeah. you're right. I mean, even myself, I like to use uh, um, gadgets, you know, for even these days. I'm not a very good reader myself. For lots of books, no. but still, when I need to uh, understand, I open the Bible yeah. and I go, you know, backwards and forwards, and uh, you know, I have that uh, aspect. Now you can do that in the with the um, gadget too. Mm. Uh, but you're right, actually. Uh, yeah. But what else? What else would yeah. you like to mention on that? Well, uh, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to add, uh, add a bit further to that. Exactly. When when you have a, um, th- these gadgets, when you have this social media, it doesn't give you the opportunity. To read the full context, mm, mm. as as it's important to do in Scripture. Um, now, you you would know very well, uh, Nick, how important it is with any Bible study that you that we study and learn it in context. Um, you can't just take a single verse out completely on its own. Um, that verse was written within a, a passage, within within a chapter. That chapter is part of a, a book. That book, um, you know, particular book of the Bible, was written by a per, you know uh, an author, and and they had a purpose. They were writing to um, you know maybe they were writing to a place, maybe they were writing to a group of people, maybe they were writing to a congregation, maybe they were writing to a person. All of that, you know, that that that's that's Bible study. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are basic Bible study techniques, aren't they, Nick? Basic Bible study principles are. Uh, who wrote it? To whom did they write it? And then we read read the passage, we read the text, and then we start to say, you know, because from that we gather, what what did it say then, and what is it saying to us today? Right. And unfortunately, Nick, um, with smartphones and the advent of you know um, tw- Twitter messages, because Twitter's contained, you, you, you you've got a limit to how much you can you know that right? Yes. Yeah, and that's it. Well, sometimes that's just. <laughs> 
that's just not enough. Like you, you know, sometimes you need to much more to be able to expand and explain a um, a passage or, or to convey con- convey the truth. Can put you it into that. Uh fast uh, going ah. thing you know J- just get this one quick move to that yep. one doesn't okay. <laughs> give you the opportunity to really sink in you know to get the thing in and probably that's, that's what you were that's, alluding ex- that's to. exactly it you know um, yeah, as you're saying that I'm exactly reminded it's, it's almost like takeaway you know um, so- sometimes Nick you know we're in a hurry we don't have time to sit down and eat a full meal we, we've got to grab some takeaway but anybody knows You can't live on takeaway all the time. Mm. I mean, that's that's not mm. good for your health, yes. is it? Yes, um, it's not good for your health. And similarly, um, just these little bite-sized pieces of inf- of you know, of text here, or qu- you know, a few verses from here, is not enough f- for a spirit you know, for spiritual, real spiritual growth. Um, the Bible tells us: taste and see that the Lord is good. Meditate, mm. uh, spend time. Uh, Jesus spent all sometimes all nights in. Prayer. I mean, um, yeah, communing, spending time to get to know him. This, this, this takes time. It takes a. It's a process. It's a journey. It's not just reliant on the little bite-sized things. So that's that's a negative. That's a real real danger of social media. What else, Nick? Well, a couple of others. Um, so it, it can be a real substitute for real Bible study. Um, it it can lead to a bit of literalism. In other words, um, when something's seen on a screen, Nick, uh, you can take it as well. That's it. Mm. As we all know, though, um, the Bible. You know, uh, we need to approach it. We, we need to understand it. We, and um, it can't just go on. You know, a few words here and there. And so that requires that requires further study. One other problem. With this whole idea of social media, smartphones, and whatever, and and its danger, is that a lot of the messages through social media, a lot of the texts, biblical texts that are used, Nick, are texts that are, I mean, they're good in and of themselves, but they're generally caught. Um, now, people might don't misunderstand me when I say this, but they can be kind of like self help. Right. Do you know what I'm trying to get right. at? Right. Yes. But the Bible is. There's a, there's a whole range of things in the Bible. We need to we need to understand. You know, we need to take it all. You know, the full picture, Nick. Um, you mean that it can take your um, your mind or even manipulate your way of uh, of learning or thinking. It can uh, in a different way. It's easily to be um, to be channeled yeah. in a one direction or the other. And, and so, what it can lead to is sort of a, a pick and choose mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, oh, I like that little saying from the Bible that that says, "Be of good courage." And and that you know that's part of a verse. Be of good courage. Okay, that's okay. Um, do unto others as you would have them do unto. Great, yeah, it's the golden rule. But there is so much more that you know being a disciple of Jesus involves. You know, so much teaching. There, there, there are the teachings. There are the 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 um, the, the doctrines that the you know, that 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 come from Scripture. And so this this pick and choose approach is 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 is, is a danger. It's a real danger, and it. Yeah, you can uh, uh, the quotes um, that that are posted can reflect secular, inclusive ideals, uh, more like a self-help thing mm-hmm. rather than truly understanding everything what it means to follow Jesus. Because there are some other things in Scripture too that we need to consider and and, and take on. Maybe they're not they're, they're not as um as easy to to understand or easy to accept initially, or always in a positive way. Exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. And so they, that's 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 a danger. With it, so look, Nick. Yeah, again, it has positives, but it has challenges. Um, social media, 
smartphones, apps, Instagram, Facebook. It can be another vehicle for getting the gospel message out. We should use whatever means possible. Absolutely. Um, the Apostle Paul said he wanted to be all things to all men. Uh, in um, uh, in Colossians it, 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 chapter 4, it says, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Notice that? Mm. The principle there? Make the most of every opportunity. Facebook? It's an opportunity. Mm. Um, the internet, it's an opportunity. Um, social media, it's an opportunity. Instagram, it's an opportunity to get the, um, the message of the Bible out there. But in and of itself, Nick, it is not the total message. And it cannot be a substitute for personal deep Bible study. Yes. And it cannot be a substitute ultimately for needing to connect with other people that encourage us, that we can pray with, that we can talk together. Wow. And that leads me to the to I guess and where we kinda of want to wrap this thing we'll up. We'll wrap it up just in a yeah. but I would like to just give a, a quick uh, put a quick plug in because I realized that with the media we're going uh, like fast. You know <laughs> <laughs> so just talk about here it's a bit of acknowledgement. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we are always very thankful for the support of Adventist World Radio. My dear friend, also I'd like you to have this book in your hands today called Screen Deep. And you can do that by sending us a text message with the code SA74 to the number which we'll provide right now, 04888-80811. And this book can be yours. But yes, Joseph, time is almost gone, but we'll have a, a couple of minutes there. If you like to just pull it together a little bit in few words and, and just, uh, uh, yeah, say something to the, to the listener, what we'd like to, to conclude. It, it is this social media, smartphones, mod, there's this, you know, online stuff, all of that can be a means to getting the message out, Nick, but the danger is is that it, it, if it becomes a substitute for personal Bible study, for, for true, uh, true connection with God and, and with others. Why, Nick? Because, and this is, this is one of the more serious dangers of, of um, media, mm. is that it, it, leads to, it can lead to destructive behaviors. Now, you alluded to it at, right at the outset of the show how, um, you know, thanks to a smartphone nowadays, children can access anything. Mm-hmm. Terrible. You know, mm-hmm. o- online stuff that they, sh- images that they should never ever be watching, right? Um, that poison the minds and, and affects them. And you know, even worse, even in a church setting, they're sitting there on their phone and watching, watching this stuff. YouTube clips, there, there is, there is so, our, our, our new generation, Nick, is so media saturated that's filling their minds with all sorts of stuff. And what does it lead to? It leads to uh, things such as addiction. Yes. It leads to such things as depression, and it, it'll it'll lead to it'll lead to things such as loneliness. I know personally of of our friends who have um, challenges with family members that that struggle with this, and uh, that's the danger. That's where we need to ensure that we don't allow this to get in the way. We need to ensure that we have face-to-face communication. We have we have human connections with each other to prevent 
social media to prevent the media, prevent technology becoming a substitute for the fact that as humans, we need each other. Wonderful. And we'll talk a little bit more about these things, uh, Joseph, particularly on Wednesday. Uh, what about mind violence and soft porn, as we said a bit um, earlier? But uh, right now, my dear friend, time is up uh, for us. Uh, I'm inviting you to join us again um, tomorrow when we are going to ask this question, do the scriptures speak to a media-obsessed age. Until then, may God richly bless you and um, uh, be responsible, even using this uh, uh, modern uh, means and mediums, uh, all the technology, and let the word go out, <laughs> the good news to everybody to learn about the um, love of God for us all. Thank you for listening today, and here we go out with another song, Build Your Kingdom. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.